Welcome to Socially Powered Digital Marketing Show, the digital marketer's guide to emerging technology covering blockchain, cryptocurrency, and social media disruption. I'm Aaron Sell, the host of your show, and this week I'm excited to introduce to you Amara Doomlau. Amara is a community builder, digital content creator, social media strategist, and a writer. I recently met her in San Diego at Social Media Marketing World, and I'm excited to introduce her to you all. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So we met um, at the the lobby, the hotel lobby bar hotel where everybody <laughs> hangs out, um, you know, after the big events, well, really before and after the big events. And I, I even forget which night we actually met. Do you remember what night of the event? I want to say it was the second one, but you know, that particular conference, there's just so much meeting people, so much talking and so many big ideas happening. It's hard to kind of keep track of time. It, it really is. I'm like, <laughs> wait, was that the first night or the last night? Or <laughs> Yeah. You just, you never know. So when we met, um, I just remember us sitting there and having the best conversation. And as we were chatting, I was like, you have to come on my show and talk to me. I was, I was actually really sad that I didn't have my recorder there on the spot that we could have just done it, but here we are. Right. Definitely. And I'm, I, I, I agree every once in a while when you do social things and you get to be around social people, you have these moments where you realize, oh my gosh, these people get it too. They kind of understand, uh, you know, people are always looking for like the secret sauce and this stuff, but they get the actual core values of what makes social different and awesome. And we, you and I immediately hit it off there. And then we have like 20,000 interests that are similar beyond that. So yes, yes. <laughs> so, so let's start with um, how you actually got your start in social. Um, I really wanted to play around with what we were calling new media back then. Um, I and what now, year was that? Oh my gosh. Um, let's say 20, the, the time when I made the actual change is distinctively for me, 2015 is where like I made a total change to my life. But the truth is probably like 2010 is when I started playing with social, which is kind of how I think of it. Um, I worked out of college for a stock photography company called Corbis and I got placed in accounting and um, that was actually 2008 is when I took that job. I never really wanted to be in accounting, but it was 2008. The economy had just kind of bombed out and I'd found myself a job and that was all that mattered. I was in a new city. I'd just moved to Seattle um, and I was kind of angling to end up in this new media space. Um, so I took a lot of jobs throughout the company, did all I could in the end, the company wasn't able to move me. I kept getting promoted up the accounting chain and they weren't <laughs> able to move me into marketing. So I said to myself, I need to find something else. Um, I took a little, what I thought of was going to be a little holder job, um, as a tour guide in Seattle for a company called, um, Bill Spidell's underground tour. It's like the most famous tour in the city. If you come here, it's the one. And you basically do theater in the round for groups of about 50 people. And then eventually 250 people. Um, and I loved doing that so much. And I loved the, the element of it that was about meeting people so much that I kind of kept doing it when I took a job with a nonprofit, right? So I tried for profits. Then I was like, maybe it's nonprofits that I need to be in my business school background. I'm like, where am I supposed to land? Um, that nonprofit was very small at the time and they were doing well financially, but they needed to find um, a fiscal mechanism or not a fiscal mechanism, but a way to get exposure. 
And so I came in to kind of help with that piece in addition to a whole lot of other roles. People who work in nonprofits probably understand this. You do everything. Um, so I uh, eventually started utilizing social and building community with the other nonprofits in the area through social spaces. And um, I want to say less than a year later, we won the Mayor's Arts Award in Social Justice. And that's wow. when I realized what social could do for a business in addition to what it did for me personally off to the side. Right. Oh, Barry, I, I, I just think everything that you are doing and have done is so interesting. And I love, <laughs> I love the story of the, the tour bus. Oh, the tour bus. Um, yeah. Which, which part, the fact that I wrote a tour for it. I don't remember what I told you about the tour bus. No, just, just everything about it. And I, they're, they're still doing it. Right. Um, they are doing, uh, the underground tour. Yeah. That's been going on forever. Um, I mean, since the sixties. <laughs> okay. So, so and cause I've never, I've never actually spent any time in Seattle. So I need to obviously come up and yeah, visit definitely. and, and go do that. No, it's, it was really interesting for me because in addition to, so off to the side in my, like, what I think of as like my adulting life, I'm working at this nonprofit, I'm going to, you know, uh, mixers and I'm meeting people and, and doing, you know, classic kind of business things in a nonprofit lens. And then I was running, you know, I'd get off work there, I'd run a couple streets down and go work for the tour and go do a couple of tours. So I was balancing these two very different parts of my life. But as a tour guide, I also had this major advantage I never could have seen coming. I met actors and voice actors. Um, I, I actually was personally mentored by a guy who spends a good chunk of his life being Elvis. I mean, when Elvis shows up to be your boss, you know you're doing something right, right? Right. When he's your so mentor. Cool. So, so I, I mean, obviously our conversations um, that we had, you know, that night kind of went all over the place because sure. we kept discovering that we had all these um, vari a variety of interests. And yeah. so I do want to just mention that um, one of the things that we talked a lot about was music. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we're done recording this show, we're going to record another show for the Talk Music to Me podcast, which is the other podcast. So for those of you listening to this and you want to go listen to the music show, you can. Um, that's going to be over on the Talk Music to Me podcast. Cool. Um, so let's go back. I, I want to stay on, you know, the digital marketing for this one. And then, um, you know, we can do the music stuff on the other one. I know one of the things that we talked about was um, a lot of companies that you work with are they're not on they well a lot of companies in general don't understand right how social and what they should be doing on social mm -hmm. um so tell me like what what is the the best way that you help these companies that you're working with mm -hmm. in achieving their goals so the um the organizations that i work with one of the big problems that they tend to have is something that i think is a really common misunderstanding of social right now um, the thought that it's all about like exponential growth. How can I make the numbers on Instagram really big? How can I make um, my Twitter following astronomical? And there is value to that, of course. And it's very valuable when that's what you need to present to people to prove the venture into social made sense. But the real truth is, what's, what's the actual ROI there? So my preferred form of social media consulting and strategy work is to work with organizations or people who have a specific targeted goal and kind of help them figure out how to build community towards that. I'm really a big believer in the positive community end of social media, the idea that 
Um, it's a really unique space because we can bring each other up and we don't fight for economic resources in the same way you comment you do with most industries. Like Aaron, if you have you have this podcast and I don't have one now, but if later I have a podcast, it's not like you and I are going to be fighting for viewers if you come on my podcast. Quite the opposite. It's beneficial right. to both of us, right? Yeah. Yep. And that that shift, that's my jam. That's what I love is is giving people the idea that you don't have to have a bunch of subscribers to do awesome things with social. You don't have to have an impossibly large, you know, numeric following. In fact, often those numbers are kind of hollow. Um, right. And said that you could meet the right people, you could have the right conversations, and you could network just using social, actual community building, actual networking. So that's right. what I like. Well, I mean, they, you know, what they quote unquote say is the riches are in the niches, right? So <laughs> sure. the better you're able to niche down what it is and who it is you're talking to, the better off you're going to be. Right. Yeah. And and I think that, um, and that's kind of what I started to see at Path with Art, when I, which is the nonprofit that I worked with in Seattle for a while. But it really is something that kind of calls back to my personal history of trying to use social media in interesting ways. Um, you and I spoke, I think, briefly about um, that I, one of the ways I got to know Seattle um, was through the website Yelp. And not so much in the reviewing sense, but I started to, to use their community tabs to try and crowdsource information from yep. people who were self-selected -select experts in parts of the city. So then I was getting like, you know, really very valuable information from people who specialized in specific sense of um, local pride, in essence, right? And right. then I learned the city and I was able to le leverage that into becoming a tour guide and later leverage that into the entertainment and content creation work that I do. So I, I really believe in, in unique perspectives and trying and that part of social that's about active um, adventuring and play towards a goal. I love that. Yeah. Active adventuring. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That I feel like that should be like your tagline or something. Active adventuring. It's uh -huh. kind of... Yeah, it's kind of what we do in uh, my my creator space um, because I started with YouTube, which is kind of I don't I don't ever like to pick a favorite, but YouTube is where a lot of my life started to really change. So for me, it's pretty benchmarky. Um, but uh, when I started adventuring personally in social spaces on YouTube as Amara in Seattle, which is um, in essence a lifestyle brand. So I did all the things wrong, right? I chose the hardest kind of thing because it's very hard to niche down on lifestyle because it has all these prongs. I wanted, in fact, not to grow a channel so much as to build community. And so it's never been about numbers. That channel isn't even monetized, to be honest, um, currently. It might be someday. I'm not going to say forever. <laughs> but... <laughs> That one's about, um, it was, I wanted to go experience YouTube in the way that the creator community there had. I wanted to meet people on that level. So I tell people as Amara in Seattle, I go and like eat rainbow bagels and go to and travel places and like pet deer. I do those things in that kind of classic, what we used to call YouTuber space over right. on Amara in Seattle. And then as Amara Doomlau in my like adulting professional space, that's where I tackle things like you know, social media marketing, um, thinking about SEO, tackling what I think of as the, the giant algorithm alligator over there, all of that stuff <laughs> that lives in Amara in C uh, Amara Doomlau world. So I kind of run these two things side by side. I'm excited that I'm going to be starting videos in Amara Doomlau world soon. So that's very exciting for me. But those, that's the way I play these two pieces. Um, and it's two stories, but it's one person. And that's my whole thing. 
you know, there's an old idea that you have to be fun or you have to be driven and a professional. And I, that's not what social is. Social is the magic in the middle, the real life, the actual authenticity in the middle. Right. At least well, to me. And that's, and, <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's just it. Like I, I know for me, um, I don't, I don't necessarily separate mm-hmm. my business from myself. Like I am my business and Definitely. you know, I mean, let's be honest, like we're here recording this on a Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. I, like I, it doesn't matter to me that it's Saturday or Sunday. I don't think of work in those terms because honestly, I like what I do and it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. I'm, you know, yeah. so, one of the perks. No, I, I definitely see that. In fact, Aaron, I really think that's like nowadays the smartest way to go about this. I wanted to do this on purpose. I wanted to run these two ideas side by side and I'm writing a book right now, which will help kind of explain why I did that. Um, but the idea, the real idea was that we have these ideas that are, these are separate kinds of people, right? When right. I went to business school, I suddenly felt like I shouldn't have a pink strip of hair, right? right. I probably, yeah. I should probably dress a certain way. Cover up your tattoos. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And those things really do exist. I know whenever we talk about like modern professionalism, people tend to be like, I can't have all those things at my particular job. That's totally true. There are definitely industries that are classic business, Carnegie right. style all the way. Yep. But I love the, the fact that we're in an, an evolving space with these things in social so that there's, there's a reason you and I went to a conference and I remember there was a guy wearing a giant orange wig, like, Oh like, yes. Remember? Uh, what's and, funny is that that's my, my friends over at Agora Pulse. There you go. So yeah. like there's a professional angle to, to that vibrancy and that life that in social is that relatability. Everyone's always talking about is that authenticity. It's the actual thing, not the, the marketing of those two terms. So I just wanted to run those things side by side and yeah. you can, and I love um, a couple of years ago, I started linking them. So like if you go onto the Amara in Seattle, Twitter, if you look in the bio, it'll say, AKA Adamara Doomlau. So I run them both. Right. Um, and that partially is uh, for the Amara Doomlau side of things, more about niching down into social spaces. I wanted to connect with people and sometimes you add too much stuff. It's hard for people to sort through it. So. Right. Yeah. So which, I mean, obviously we want everybody to go connect with you online. So what is, where do you want to send them? Where's um, the best place for people to connect with you and follow you? If you want to connect with me and talk about social media, social media, professionalism, modern professionalism, that's Amara Doomlala all over the place. Okay. If you want to hear about the other stuff, like the music stuff you and I are talking about, that's a little more Amara, Amara in Seattle style. Yep. Um, but either, either, both, they all slush together at this point, And that's exactly what my goal was in the long run. So I'm thrilled. So <laughs> really just go connect with her on Find all me. the socials yeah. on both. I'm Amara. I'm, I'm hard to lose once you found me. But Amara Doomlau, if you're specifically aiming to learn more about social and modern business, sometimes I do like, I love the Super Bowl. I did a couple of case studies thinking about things that went well there. I like to make really hot, what I think of is really strong thoughtful posts, almost like college essays or case studies over in Amara Doomlau land. So that's what I like to do on Twitter, especially. Cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on any of our latest updates. And you can find us, the Socially Powered Digital Marketing Show, at Socially Powered on all the socials. 
And that's where you're going to get the latest on episodes and all things social, crypto, and blockchain related. <laughs>